0: Hello friends, thank you for tuning in. So do you ever feel like there is too much music, too much art, too many books, too much to see and experience and do in the world than you can possibly ever make time for? Now my personality type is an INFJ, so I love to encourage people and I have a very specific form of overwhelm where... I want to encourage all the people to do all the things, but there are more people in the world than I can possibly ever connect with in a deep way. So, I'm recording this podcast to say to myself and you, if this is you, it's okay. There will always be more art, more people than we can possibly appreciate within the finite confines of this life. And really... Art points us to heaven, and good art points us to the joy of one day we will have unlimited time to celebrate the beauty and just the glory of all of the beautiful things. I I don't have any scripture for this, but I really hope that Well, correction, I do, but I'm going to need to get out my concordance. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 10 through 15 really encourages me. According to the grace of God given to me, like a skilled master builder, I, this is Paul speaking to the church that he's invested in, I laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it. Let each one take care how he builds upon it. though he himself will be saved, but only as through fire. Now, this passage is talking about investing in the kingdom of God and investing in the people of God. And later on in 1 Corinthians 13, it says that if we do anything with a motive except to love, then we are just noisy and, 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 busy bodies, and, but love is patient and kind and gentle and self-control and always hopes and always perseveres. And it's a very rough paraphrase of 1 Corinthians 13. Um, so 1 Corinthians 3, which I just read, is talking about investing in the kingdom of God. And for me, art is synonymous with that i I do my art to bring beauty in the world, but the beauty is almost a byproduct of wanting to reveal more truth in the world and reveal God's truth in a fresh way that my generation will appreciate and understand, and we have the ability to turn on cameras and put them on tripods and record record a dancer in a little pathway doing a thing and then put it to a voiceover or some music and say something. And, you know, Jesus didn't have that, but if he did, then, I mean, he he knew, he knew I'd have that one day. So it brings him so much joy when I do that from a motive of love and wanting to bring more Jesus to people. So, I've gotten way tangent off, but let me go back to the concept of there's so much art and there's so little time. I get overwhelmed with the people who I want to connect with. And I get overwhelmed by all the books I want to read, but I don't have the energy to read. I'm, I'm not nearly a reader like I used to be. I have to cling to the principle that God will have everything in heaven that we need, and let's look at the Garden of Eden, Eden for a second. Eden had work. He told them to tend the garden. I don't know about you, but I love work. The hardest part about work to me is when things go wrong. The the twenty first century thistles that when file formats won't talk to each other and and I cannot wait for heaven when I can work and there will be no thistles. <laughs> that to me is complete joy. And so I've kind of been trying to explain it in a very roundabout way. But what I'm trying to say is don't worry about the things that we can't enjoy in this life because heaven, heaven's joy will be full and God's goodness all of our actions there will be a reflection and a celebration of God's goodness and his holiness and his love. And yes, there's lots of people I want to encourage here, but I I find myself praying very often, Lord Jesus, please just help the people. Please just help all of the people because there's so many missionaries in the world doing important work and there's so many... Um, artistic missionaries doing important work to bring god's truth in a fresh way it's the same kind of warfare <laughs> and it's the same kind of battles and and i can't pray for all of them i'm i am one finite person but i can say god please please help your church and i can whisper that as as a breath on my lips as i'm going as I'm unloading my groceries from my car to my house. And and in my mind, that is a fulfillment of praying without ceasing. I believe it's in Philippians that he says that. Philippians 4, maybe? I know he says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything with prayer and supplication, make your requests known to God. And the peace which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds. That's definitely Philippians 4. I don't know where the other thing I was looking for was, but... Yeah, random scripture memory with Meg time. F- fun times. <laughs> so, this topic kind of ties into my last podcast about, um, you know, why doesn't the audience appreciate me? And so my thought is, if, if there's something that I don't connect with, but I believe in that person, I have given myself permission to no longer feel guilty for not enjoying their artwork because maybe that's a rough draft of what they're eventually going to do, you know, three, five, ten years down the road. But what I can do is I can pray for them and I can see enough of their work to know the direction they're headed in and I can see enough of their heart to know that there's going to come a day where... God has purified their heart to just this depth of pure love where not that not that we're ever perfect here on this planet please don't get me wrong but God is I I can look at that person that I want to encourage and I can have faith that God's going to purify their heart and they're going to continue to become more whole and more genuinely loving and not needy loving and, and I can have faith that God is going to complete the work that he started in them, which is Philippians 1. He who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. And that means that we are work in progress until we get to heaven. Oh, cannot wait. Cannot wait. So... I know that everything I've been saying is a little bit all over the place and it's very nebulous and a little here and a little there and a little there, but this is something I've really been wrestling with and I'm sure when I when I think about it more clearly I'll come back and I'll do another podcast and retouch this topic. But in the meantime, I I wanted to share kind of this this mesh of ideas that I have that Let's just love the people who are in front of us. And and whether we're a creator or an audience member, we all need each other. and And we need to go to God for love so that we can give with love. And when God gives us his love through his community, that is when... That is when we as the church and the believers of christ are truly that living temple and we're that whole body that it talks about in the epistles of the ear is connected to the eye and and it's working with the hand and the mouth and and the intestines are supporting all giving energy i mean there's where would we be without our intestines I'm 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 so thankful for my intestines, but nobody wants to see that. And so similarly, there's, you know, where am I going with this? I really got myself off on a weird topic. But the the most common trait of everyone who ever made a difference for the kingdom of God, whether big people or small people, was prayer. And you've got big, loud personalities, you've got quiet personalities, and you've got people who uh, were alone and they wrote poetry and they wrote hymns, hymns which are sung hundreds of years later, by thousands and millions of people that those writers are never going to meet, but they were written alone in their privacy. And then you've got people like Spurgeon who preached to hundreds and thousands and, and had this big passionate personality but all of them got on their knees all of them prayed and so whether we're creating or we are consuming or we are supporting someone who creates the energy that that sustains that is prayer and love yeah So I'm really excited to see how my artwork just gets filtered with this and continues to be more meaningful to people and and better able to serve them and help them and heal them and free them by the the power of the Holy Spirit. Because I'm not on the internet for my health. (laughs) I'm on the internet to minister to people. I'm on the internet to, to encourage the brokenhearted and... And gosh, there are, I see so many broken hearts, you know? I mean and I I've been in I remember I remember in my when I was nineteen twenty, I lived alone in Pittsburgh and I I didn't connect well with my church and that was probably me and maybe them but I remember quite a few people who really genuinely reached out to me and loved me, but for the most part, I was really alone, and um, I went to the internet to find friendships, and so the reason I'm so passionate about doing this podcast, and sharing my dance on the internet, and trying to encourage people is because I have been alone. I've been... I've had days where the only time I touched another human was to give them change at Starbucks or when I passed them their coffee but that was that was once in the entire day maybe the whole week and now I'm fortunate enough to have a husband who hugs me every single day and um and he he's a gift that God gave me that I, I will always be thankful for and the, the person who I was when I was 19, 20, tw- 19 and 20 years old, I wasn't ready for Ben. He wasn't, he wasn't ready for me either, but that's, we were, we were both, he, he's a little bit younger than me, so he definitely wasn't ready for me when I was 19, 20, but anyways, <laughs> um, when I was 19, 20, I was not mature enough for the man that Ben is and my default habits would have made me a horrible wife and we would have a very stressful marriage and and quite unlike what we have now which is peace and growth and and yes he gives me feedback about things i need to do differently but it's gentle and kind and i know that he loves me and and i still have to go to god to know that i'm loved You know, Ben is not the source of my identity, but yeah, I really got off topic from too much art, not enough time, but I think it all comes back down to the point of, we want to be loved and we feel loved when we consume artwork that is made with love. And that's how this all ties in. (laughs) I hope this has blessed you, and please forgive me for being all over the place, but I hope, I hope it encouraged you. I'm going to wrap it up now before I introduce one more topic. <laughs> my name is Meg, and I love my Jesus, and I believe in living inside out. Now it's your turn. Go live it.